Welcome to the Pick Up Your Crown podcast. My name is Ashley and I am extremely excited for you to be listening and joining this new journey with me. You can come here to access new information and life tips on different perspectives, self-love, self-growth and expansion, spirituality, relationships, holistic living, evolution and health and well-being so that you can find your own way to access your internal and personal power. Don't forget to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and join me on this journey to pick up your crown. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Pick Up Your Crown podcast and thank you so much for coming back if you did listen to my first episode on perfectionism. Um, Today I wanted to talk about uh, vulnerability and well what I think is the first step on a healing journey which is something I'm on at the moment um, which I call it, you'll see from the episode title, stripping it bare. Um, It sounds very daunting and I'm sorry to say but it is. But I feel like um, to start any healing journey, you literally have to strip it bare to the bare minimum. Take off all the armour of your personality, take off all the armour of your ego, take off all the armour of your self-perceived protection that you've built up and cultivated because of stigmas around you. Strip it all off and what have you got left? So I've been on my healing journey for about, I'd say, to be honest with you, I'd say it's about three years. I know I didn't expect it to last that long at all, um, but it got really, really intense. Probably I would say from about last year, which is fitting because we had COVID and everything else. Um, and how it started for me was um, just this emotional overwhelm and instability and questioning everything. Um, And some people refer it to, and I don't know if you've heard of the term of spiritual awakening, um, but that's what it felt like, basically. Um, And if you don't know, a spiritual awakening is basically how I perceive it is a period in your life. It could be multiple periods as well in your life where everything you once believed, everything you were taught, everything that you were brought up to understand just doesn't fit your status quo anymore it doesn't fit who you are and it literally feels like a rebirth um it feels like you're learning again and so forth and that's how I feel at the moment I literally feel like I'm a baby again (laughs) you know when you're in like I don't know reception and you're and you're learning books and you're learning to read for the first time and it's so so frustrating and you don't understand why you need to do it but you do and there's this deep rooted feeling that you do need to do it because it's going to better you further down the line. That's how it feels now. I literally feel like I'm a child learning to do something again. And I know the benefits at the end of the line are going to re- like it's going to be worth it. But at the moment, it's just so frustrating. But why I think it is the basis and the foundation for your healing journey or well, to start your healing journey is because you can't you can't heal something that you haven't shed light on. And for me, when I first started having these feelings of emotional instability and stuff like that, that's how it felt. I felt like I, when I did go through those periods, I felt like I had to cover it up and put on my protection armor, put on my suit and just kind of hide it um, and just go through life because for one, it was just in significant um and it was just a hindrance and I didn't want to deal with it to be honest with you but I think I've been pushed into a corner now where like I have no choice but to strip it bare and um and deal with it and for a lot of people signs you need healing may show up in different ways um for my personal journey 
it's been through a physical, energetic and spiritual um, and mental, all of it, to be honest with you. I've had signs that I need healing show up through um, my skin, like breaking out in rashes to the point where my face was literally a complete scab. Um, hair falling out, um, weight fluctuations, you name it, stomach issues. Um, and I'm still going through it. I always say I did go through it. I'm still going through it. I feel like, which is weird me saying it because I feel like it's the worst part now, but I know the worst part is over, which was probably around last year. But yeah, so for me, it looked like that. And for others, it may look like, it may look different. It may look like chronic anxiety um, depression or anything like that. Like I feel like those are signs that are telling you to pay attention to yourself, just to listen to yourself. I think we spend a lot of time trying to hear others, trying to listen to others, trying to understand others and we don't equally spend that same time with ourselves. And I used to think that I, I spent a lot of time on myself but it wasn't it wasn't deep time. It wasn't um, actual crucial time. It would be time as in like, I'm not saying these things don't matter, but I just don't feel like it's, 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 it deals with what's on the underlying surface. So I would spend time like doing my hair, doing my nails, like self-help stuff, exercising, eating healthy. But what I didn't spend time is paying to the actual symptoms and signs and signals that my body or the universe or God, whatever you believe in, was trying to tell me. And I unfortunately ignored it for so long, it got to the point where I hit rock, bot- rock bottom. But I guess the best thing about hitting rock bottom is you can only go up from there. So that's how I'm choosing to see it at the moment because I have no other way to see it. And and to be honest with you, I, I truly believe that that is the truth. Once you hit rock bottom, where is there to go? You have no choice but to go up. When you're When you're on a healing journey, you have no choice but to travel and make the journey which is it's quite comforting to know that like I've got direction I think for a lot of period as well for me I felt like um I didn't really have any direction um, and that would really like piss me off um not having direction especially someone who's very goal driven um like I'm motivated by goals and by achieving something and having my eyes set on something and going for it and for a long time I just had no direction whatsoever. And I'm still like toying with the idea of what like a journey or what direction looks like. Um, so I'm just talking to you as I go along. But yeah, so yeah, the direction I'm going on is just healing at the moment. And that's it. I, the, I don't think I have room or space to hold for anything else as much as I have other goals and I see other people doing things and whatnot like I I don't feel like I have the space to even focus on anything external at the moment and all I can focus on is my internal journey Um, and I'm hoping there are other people out there with me on this because I feel like that's another thing as well I feel like I put so much and I'm still doing it putting so much pressure on myself and weighing myself down on stuff that's not actually contributing to my healing. And the longer I'm weighing myself down with these things that are not contributing to my healing, the longer I'm finding it hard to take flight (laughs) and to rise. Um, And I'm really trying to overcome that concept of just because you're not doing the type of work that everyone around you is doing, whether that's saving or anything like that, just enjoy yourself and understand yourself and come to a place of self-acceptance and self-love it sounds 
cringy but honestly I, I even I never used to believe in that stuff and feel like you could just kind of mind over matter but for me in my journey that's not been the case and definitely this ties into um, the concept of shadow healing and I don't know if you've ever heard of that but um, how I define it is shadow healing is basically shining light on the shadows within your life within your personality that you can heal um, or understand better sometimes there may be shadows that actually work for you but if you understand it better you can use it better in your daily life experiences so for me a lot of my shadows um, have come from even experiencing a lot of um, rejection which I'm now not calling it rejection I'm learning to call it redirection um, but rejection in some relationships rejection in my career um, being made redundant made me feel like I wasn't really needed after putting in so much work and that rejection, redirection, sorry, still learning, has caused me to make a few not so good friends. I've made friends with fear, I've made friends with shame, guilt, um, self-loathing, just not really understanding myself and kind of just sitting with those um more lower emotions I wouldn't say the negative because they are needed like fear is needed to protect yourself in situations however constant fear when you're not constantly in actual physical danger is not good for your mental health or your physical health so recently I've been experiencing like really chronic fear and anxiety um, based on the future because anxiety is usually tied to the future depression is usually tied to past events mine is more anxiety tied to the future and kind of wanting to speed through my life um and every time I try and speed through my life God is just like sit your ass back down <laughs> like literally last week the thing is I was driving underneath the speed and this is off topic but I was driving underneath the speed limit um but because it had changed on the motorway as a temporary speed limit um I got a speeding ticket and I was pissed off at first but then I just looked at it as do you know what this is like my sign to just slow down in life I'm really trying to rush this healing process and it's not meant to be rushed I'm meant to learn slowly apparently um but yeah I'm meant to learn slowly and I'm hoping that through this podcast there's other people that can go through this with me and we'll heal together and learn together and it's nice because um nice and weird because I'm going through this real time and I'm really hoping it helps someone but yeah so that's what shadow healing is so the shadows that I'm shining light on at the moment are is my chronic fear and anxiety and um, kind of sort of detaching myself slowly, learning to detach myself slowly from my personality. And not to say like I'm just going to become like mute or disregard my personality because those are my unique traits. However, not letting my personality dictate so much of what my soul is trying to say, what the deeper parts of me is trying to say. Like sometimes... I'll have a thought or maybe like a vision or something like that, um, like a daydream where my soul's like, do you know what? Just get on a plane and go, leave it all behind and go and start afresh. And then the personality comes in, it's like, well, your family's going to judge you. You're going to be leaving so much behind. You're going to miss out and then and then and it goes on and on and on. So I'm literally trying to slowly learn to detach myself from my personality. And the ways I'm doing that is through one, through meditation because um, that's the only time um, and meditation can look like anything to other like to most people um, but it's literally the point of it is time to detach yourself from the thoughts and personality and the monkey mind so whichever way you can do that through 
that's basically your form of meditation. And then slowly I'm learning to kind of detach myself from my personality so I can kind of silence myself and really listen to me and learn to understand me. And more importantly, which is a final step, learning to accept. Because a lot of the time I can listen to myself and I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes relative sense. I can understand myself, but to accept it, it's a whole nother ball game. Um, so it's really practicing that. And also not only through meditation, it comes through practice from, which sounds like super contradictive from being around people. Like the more practice you get from being around people, because people challenge your personality naturally, maybe not always in a bad way, sometimes always like sometimes in a good way, but people challenge your personality when you're by yourself. It's easy when you're around others, they challenge your personality and having those challenges and overcoming them. Like even if they're mini little challenges that helps cultivate detachment from your personality because you learn to drop things that don't really matter um and that's not to say like drop things when they cross your boundaries or your values but if someone moved your cup and you didn't like them moving your cup are you really going to create a big argument (laughs) over it um and that comes through practicing detachment from your personality and your ego so that's one of the things that I'm practicing. One of the other things I feel like will help on your healing journey, especially when starting, is to get more vulnerable. Now, this sounds like the most counterproductive thing ever because, well, this is the whole topic of this podcast, stripping it bare. But to get vulnerable allows you with so much space to welcome in all the things that you need to help you. Um, and I didn't understand this at first at all. So I thought, okay, the only way I'm going to help myself is to control every situation around me and mitigate as much risk as possible, which don't do (laughs) because you basically stop living. Um, you, you, You spend so much time trying to control others around you which tie into people pleasing because you're like, okay, right, if, if, if I do everything right by this person, then there won't be no problems. And if there's no problems, it's all good over here kind of thing but you're not really honoring what you want and you're not really honoring how you want to show up and the only way to really honor how you want to show up around others is to get vulnerable I was reading this book on vulnerability um daring greatly by Brene Brown um, it's amazing so honestly if you want to learn about authenticity and vulnerability and everything definitely think you should check out that book Um, And also as well, that's really good about it because some people aren't into the whole spiritual side of things. She also has a scientific background about it. So she has scientifically proven studies um, on why we are the way we are and around shame and vulnerability. But a few things she mentioned was why we reject vulnerability, which one of the things I found quite interesting because I'm one to easily reject vulnerability um, just so I can protect myself. She says, our rejection of vulnerability often stems from our associating it with dark emotions such as fear, shame, grief, sadness and disappointment. Emotions that we don't want to discuss even when they have a profound effect on the way we live, love, work and even lead. Before, I kind of had this mindset where I was like, do you know what? I'd rather be safe where I'm comfortable, which is sitting with my friends, fear, shame and grief and sadness because at least with them, I can only see them. Nobody else can. However, by me just sitting with them, I was missing out on playing with my other brethren's <laughs> life, love, laughter, and being just emotionally free. And um, it's like that saying, like people would rather be comfortable in something bad 
than go through the shift of change and gain something good. And that really scared me and made me think to myself, do I really want to, because I'm uncomfortable anyway, which is why all these feelings are coming up, even though I'm familiar with all these like fa- um, fear and shame and stuff and grief. Um, I'm familiar with it, but I'm still uncomfortable. So why not try and trick my brain to be uncomfortable, but give myself a chance at getting the good bits, getting the higher vibration emotions. And it's still scary because on the other side, people get involved. To be vulnerable is to share, is to expose yourself and... You can't control other people. That's why it's scary. You can't control whether it's going to be well received. That's why I'm so scared to do this podcast even because I can't control whether it's going to make a difference to someone or whether it's going to help someone, whether it's going to resonate, whether I'm even making any sense whatsoever. But that's the beauty of it is I'm now expressing myself, which is making me feel lighter. So if that's not a plus, I'd rather, like she says, dare greatly Um, or practice daring greatly it doesn't come just like that at all and I know from first hand it doesn't but I'd rather practice daring greatly than just sit in the corner with things that I'm familiar with that are just not so good for me and that can apply for anything in your life if you're in a job that's familiar but you know you're uncomfortable in not a good way why not be uncomfortable and try something new even though your brain may be like nope 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 the grass is green on the other side to still try something new um but yeah vulnerability is defined as uncertainty risk and emotional exposure anytime you put out something new you put yourself at risk of emotional exposure which is why you're always going to feel it when you create this is why I'm always struck with chronic anxiety when I'm trying something new um through social media or on tv I don't know about you even when I watch movies like Disney movies and they're like sailing across the world on their own but it fills me with this kind of hope Um, And that courage is so powerful and I love that, yet still I'm finding it very difficult to cultivate that courage in myself, um, which is why I'm I'm taking baby steps like this podcast to cultivate more courage in myself because I know that's what I love. So if I can love it in somebody else, I'm sure as hell going to try and love it in myself and you should do the same. If you see someone that's doing something that you really want to do and you feel like you don't have the courage, start with the baby steps and you, you will get that courage. And it will come. Um, it has to come. It will come. It was at that point where like I wanted to experience other people's vulnerability, but I didn't want to be vulnerable. And that was having a profound effect on my relationships as well. Um, like all my relationships, like my friendships, relationships in my family, where I wanted to listen and experience to other people's vulnerability because it filled me with so much joy and courage. But I didn't want to show anyone else my vulnerability because around my vulnerability I felt shame and fear and unworthiness and it got to the point where um, like Brene says is uh, I had to tell myself that I need to give me the courage to show up and let myself be seen and that's very hard because once you're seen you leave it leaves so much room to be judged rather than doing things behind the scene and secretly in your own way and if you fail nobody knows but to be seen there's so much courage in that and then and and that's why I kind of rate so many people on social media um especially the ones that are um inspiring and influential in a positive way not like a look what I have or anything like that but literally they just want to do good by other people and instill that courage in other people I really rate them because for them to put themselves out there like that that's special 
I mean, I know how hard it's been for me to even put myself out there, so I can only imagine. And to some people, it will come naturally and easy. To others, it won't. But to the fact that there are people out there doing it, it creates so much more inspiration and motivation to others. Um, and it just shows that you can never do vulnerability alone. Like you need to be around people who will let you, and you need to be around good people as well. Like that's an important factor as well. You need to around be around good people who will let you try new things to help you understand yourself without judgment, without adding an extra layer of pressure on top of the pressure that you put on yourself to try and something new and to try and to understand yourself. Um, I'm quite fortunate. I've got quite a good, a good circle around me that will allow me to try new things. In fact, they encourage me to. I'm the one that's more resistant to it. They encourage me to try new things so I can better understand myself without judging me and just being there for me. And I'm really trying because until we can receive with an open heart, we can never truly give from an open heart. I always feel like I'm giving, um, but it's always coming from a place of um, calculation or control or it's genuine, but I'm always feeling like, okay, well, I'm going to give because X, Y, and Z and, and, and this, and it makes me happy. And I'm relying on that happiness that giving gives me, but it should just be given from an open heart. And until I can give, until I can receive from an open heart and trust people's opinions and trust people's direction that they give me and stuff like to help me and stop feeling like I'm all alone in this, I can't really honestly give from an open heart. So I'm really trying to get over that. And another way as well on your healing journey is to take risk. Once you get used to, sorry, once you get used to taking risks, uh, you'll feel a lot more you'll become a lot more comfortable and confident to start owning your shit, basically. Um, One other thing that she says in her book is risk aversion kills innovation. And that scared me as well, because I avoid taking risks like the damn plague. Like anything new that I try has to be trialed and errored a thousand times by somebody else before I even trial it. (laughs) Whereas I need to get used to taking risks because the other way that I'm doing pretty much guarantees that I'm not really going to fail. Yeah, sometimes I fail because not every human is the same. So it may work for them and it, it doesn't work for me. But the risk is less greater because I'm like, I didn't put my name to it, if that makes sense. Um, but me avoiding risk has literally killed any form of innovation or trust I have in myself to try something new and to accept when it fails. And that's yeah that's not a way to live so if you're doing that take risk I encourage you this is your reminder to take risks and make sure you have a circle around you that's going to support you and if you don't I'll be your best friend (laughs) we can be on this journey together um but yeah just one last point is I'm learning how to fall in love with being courageous rather than being successful we will never be able to embrace vulnerability if shame is suffocating our sense of worthiness and connection um success is a big thing to me um well was a big thing to me and I would define that through external values through monetary values through the way I looked and everything else and now it's kind of like a rebirth of relearning everything again and kind of defining my um success as being courageous rather than having those things being courageous to help others being courageous to step outside of my comfort zone and step into the arena and dance with life and go with the flow of life so I encourage you if you feel like 
success isn't really and success in the way society defines success as isn't really hitting the nail on the head for you fall in love with being courageous and doing all the things that you think of doing that your fears your shame your guilt are telling you not to do I promise someday everything will make perfect sense so all you can do for now is just kind of laugh at the confusion and it's easier said than done I never laugh at my confusion I cry (laughs) but Laugh and cry at the same time if that helps. Smile through the tears. Just keep reminding yourself that everything happens for a reason. And today will never come again. You're not promised another day. And when things do happen, it's literally just for your growth, for you to overcome them, for you to shine light on your shadows and heal from it. And this will go on throughout the whole of your life. The only thing is, is once you're starting, you just need to practice so you get better and better at it. So the recovery time is a lot less shorter. Obviously, you can see on my healing journey, the recovery time is very long, but it's because I'm I'm literally a newbie at all of this. But be a friend to yourself. Take time to care, not only for others, but really, really care for yourself and listen to yourself. Let any of your words heal and not wound others. Encourage others, which is what I'm hoping I'm doing here. And above all, just really try and love on yourself. The way you love others, if you're not a narcissist... <laughs> or narcissists love people but if you're not someone who's crazy um the way you love others the way you love your family your friends those that are close to you the way you love your spouse love yourself just as much um and I promise 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 the healing journey will become a lot easier that's it for today um I really hope that's helped if it has helped um if you just like to leave any comments or feedback on my instagram that would be much appreciated my instagram is pick up your crown podcast and i look forward to speaking to you next week bye